0: Hello and welcome to Atlantic Conversations. I'm Fanula Sweeney. The Atlantic Fellowship Programme works with a diverse community of leaders around the world with a common commitment to fairer, healthier, more inclusive societies. Through its seven programmes, focused on equity and healthcare, socioeconomic equity and racial equity, the Atlantic Fellowships offer committed leaders from around the world an opportunity to gain new perspectives and new colleagues while strengthening their confidence in their work for change. In each podcast, I'll be speaking to an Atlantic Fellow about their work and ambitions for a more just world. For this series, I travel to Bangkok to meet up with some of the first Atlantic Fellows from the Equity in Brain Health and Health Equity Southeast Asia programmes. Today, I'm joined by Elaine Howard, an Atlantic Fellow for Equity in Brain Health at the Global Brain Health Institute, Trinity College, Dublin. Elaine works in the field of dementia prevention and dementia care.
1: For her, it's more than just a job. It's become a passion over the years. I've probably been involved in the area of dementia for nine years now within nursing home environments, public sector and in voluntary sectors. That passion has been born from seeing people live with dementia and share what the challenges are for them as they navigate that journey for themselves. Particularly in the nursing home environment, you do have the benefit of meeting with so many people and you stay on that journey with them over a number of years. There are certain people that will just stick in your heart because you see how they do the best that they can with the challenges that they're facing. But through that all, they remain who they were Mm -hmm. and who they want to continue to be. Having had those experiences and watching people over a number of years with dementia,
0: what is it specifically that you think you can bring to the table in terms of dementia care?
1: For me, it's around how do we support people to live their best life at any given point in their journey with dementia? Because that's what I've learned from working with people who are living with dementia is the trajectory of it is going to be very individual for them. The experience is going to be very individual for them and it's going to be made up of their own life experience, the other comorbidities they may have. One of the key messages that I would take from the experiences of working with people with dementia is that we as a society have a role to play in helping that person to live well. Once we're knowledgeable about that, we can help prevent that premature disabling or disconnect that can happen for a person with dementia. Because when we don't know how to support the person, we can inadvertently contribute to that rapid decline. Presumably, there is no
0: one-size-fits-all when it comes to helping a person with dementia,
1: I think our starting point should be you and I are very individual. What's important to you may be very different to what's important to me. And a person with dementia is going to be no different. I think Ireland would put their hands up and say that we have traditionally focused on how can we solve this problem with a one size fits all approach, hoping that the person's going to fit within that band of services. And we know that that's not going to provide a quality approach. You begin with the person that's the piece that's probably underestimated. The person themselves can contribute to what they need as long as you're supporting as much as you can for them to actually talk about what's important to them. And that is going to incorporate their physical care needs, their social care needs. It's going to incorporate everything that's individual to them. So
0: for example, a person with dementia in the community, what does the community
1: in general need to know or be aware of? we've been very fortunate to have awareness campaigns in Ireland over the last couple of years and certainly being out on the ground around the country speaking with people through the work that I've done that awareness is growing so we can understand what dementia is but how as a community member can I support people are still hesitant around that communities will naturally want to reach out to individuals but perhaps not quite sure how to. Your focus is at the moment
0: towards rural Ireland and how a person in rural Ireland living with dementia can live
1: well. I'm living in a rural community that has probably 2,000 people. Services will be limited, but it's a community that has a huge spirit What intrigues me is the possibilities of harnessing that community spirit.
0: And how would you go about doing that?
1: You begin with the community members themselves. It's about knowledge sharing in the first instance, But I think villages do this really well. An example may be in a shop where the shopkeeper, through his knowledge of dementia and being involved in work such as this, understands that enhanced lighting, simple signage, will help that person navigate and purchase their day-to-day items within that shop for longer. Very often, the simplest things will have the greatest effect. It is really about communication and giving that time. Communities where there are existing services are so well positioned and with the slightest of tweaks can actually become dementia inclusive.
0: Presumably, then, not only does this benefit the shopkeeper because the person with dementia is able to navigate his or her way around Mm the shop, but in the longer term, it benefits the community and the taxpayer less burden on nursing homes because person with dementia is leading an independent life for longer.
1: Absolutely. And I think they have been the learners from the work that I was fortunate to do with Genio, a non-government organisation that seeks to support people who are disadvantaged to live good lives for as long as possible. They work across dementia, mental health and disability. We supported 12 innovative projects to develop a community supports model. And they were the evaluated findings that it was cost effective. You were providing a quality of experience to the person with dementia it was avoiding that premature long-term care entry but perhaps most importantly of all it was helping the person maintain the abilities and the connections that they were still able to.
0: So what attracted you to the Global Brain Health Institute and to become an Atlantic Fellow for Equity in Brain Health?
1: It was a sentence given by Ian Robertson
0: and... Who is the co-director of the Global Brain Health Institute at Trinity College in Dublin. That's right.
1: It was those words translating research into practice and doing it more efficiently than perhaps we have done in the past. My work has always been around implementation and making change on the ground. Having the opportunity to make life for the person with dementia better, that's what intrigued me and that's why I gravitated towards the Global Brain Health Institute. So where practically is your work, your vision taking you now? I'm transitioning at the moment I have just completed a two-year program in the health sector working with people who are involved in home care delivery to develop and implement integrated services that are personalized through home care and that has been a successful project some of the learnings that would have come from that is the underdeveloped infrastructures within communities so my focus is now taking me into rural communities Everywhere has villages, everywhere has people. Dementia is a societal issue and society ultimately has a valuable contribution to make to supporting people with dementia. Where do
0: you see Irish society, for example, your dream or your vision for care for the person living with dementia in 10, 15 years time?
1: I think we're so close and yet a little bit far. Once community, family, family first and foremost, And health and social care services can have a shared vision about how to support a person with dementia informed by the person with dementia. I think we can achieve great things over the next number of years. One of the sentences that sticks with me from my work with Genio goes back to that question. How is the person with dementia impacted on the ground? How is life changing for them? We're close, but we've worked to do. And I think our next piece is around including and involving community in achieving those aims. What impact has the fellowship had on
0: your thinking about best care practice for people with dementia in Ireland?
1: Innovation is key, but innovation needs to be backed up with research and evaluative findings. So that's something that I've taken away from the fellowship. As I progress into my area of focus now, which is rural communities, it is around how will I contribute to those new learnings? How will I translate research into practice? So I, like my colleagues in the Global Brain Health Institute and Atlantic Fellowship, seek to translate research into practice as promptly as possible and to make change and impact for people with dementia. Elaine Howard, thank you very much. Thank you.
0: And that was Elaine Howard, Atlantic Fellow for Equity and Brain Health at the Global Brain Health Institute, Trinity College, Dublin. For more information, you can visit www.atlanticfellows.org. I'm Fanula Sweeney, and you've been listening to the Atlantic Conversations podcast.